Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast with love and life coach Dale Lawrence, helping you detox from toxic relationships. What's up, everybody? This is the Soul Ties Podcast. I am your host, the love and life coach Dale Lawrence. And I got none other than the People's Bishop. The People's Bishop. Bishop, Kevin, Foreman. It's Glad your to month, be man. On. Oh, listen. And it's an amazing month. October is like my favorite month because it's my ministry anniversary. 17 years as a pastor. 17 years come November as a bishop. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 plus years in ministry. And it's my birthday. I turned 21. I got started when I was four. Listen. <laughs> I'm just saying, give him a yes. I absolutely (laughs) love it. I absolutely love it, man. Listen, I celebrate you. I salute you. I want to just take this time to say publicly how much uh, of a blessing you've been in my life uh, as a brother, as a friend, as a confidant, as a bishop. Uh, uh, how much you have been in the lives of so many people, right? So many people, uh, not just in Denver and Atlanta, but all over the world. And uh, the best is yet to come, man. You just getting started. So I love you. I salute you. Just want to give you your flowers right now while you can smell it. Shout out to the king, Bishop. Love you. Love you, man. Listen, I appreciate that and thank you and and loved you and is excited to be able to walk through this journey called life uh, with you. And, uh, and you know, it, it means a lot to me and I appreciate that. And I agree. I'm just getting started. I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like Caleb, Caleb said, no, nah, I ain't old as Caleb. Let me be clear. Caleb, <laughs> let me be very clear. I'm a young man. Come, huh? on, come on, baby, get it right. But, but I feel like Caleb, Caleb was like, I'm just as strong today as I was when I first started. Oh, to be good. honest, I feel the truth is for every person that feels scared to start over or to do something new or to begin afresh, you got to hear me. Um, you're just as strong, if not stronger today than you were at any previous point in your life. And to be honest, you're stronger because now you have more wisdom, you have more knowledge, you have more understanding. I was just teaching that last night. was in a lot of Bible at Harvest that, you know, for people who are, afraid of starting over, afraid of doing something new. The truth is, um, like God told the Hebrews when they left Egypt, he said, you're not leaving empty handed. So you're not starting over. You're starting better. Mm. And I feel like every birthday is an opportunity for us to start better. So to to the best year of my life yet. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You better name that and speak it. Well, this month's topic is it's complicated. (laughs) Man, I was so taken back in social media when I saw that this was an option for relationship status. When you hear it's complicated, what comes to mind when someone uses that word describing a relationship? I don't want to make a decision. Mm. that's what I hear. When I hear it's complicated, what I hear is I don't want to make a decision because 
um, you know, when you think of complicated, um, what you're really comp sometimes. So let's first let's back up. Complicated just means difficult or confusing. Right. Okay? Right. Complicated. Um, complicated. What's difficult about it? What's confusing? To me, it's complicated it means I won't make a decision because the circle feels better than a straight line. Mm. Wow. Right? Um, and this doesn't mean like, you know, that if someone doesn't love someone, but you know, at a at a certain point, like either either you're their pick or you're not. Either you, they're your pick or they're not. Yeah. It's just the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. And then if the answer is no, then give each other the freedom to go find who will pick them. Man, that's good. But don't hold them on the leash of, well, I don't really want you all the way, but I don't want nobody else to want you because I love you. See, sometimes you have to love a person enough to realize that you can't love them right. Ooh. You already dropped that's the good. bars. Say that one, back that thing up like Juvenile and, dro and drop it one more time. Sometimes you have to love a person enough to be able to admit that you can't love them right, that you can't give them what they need. But you can't give them what they want. Yeah. And whether you can't or you won't, the bottom line is still the same. Why do, you think, people, why do you think people still hold on and drag people along? Especially, look, I was I was uh, at a seminar. I was talking to this mm -hmm. young man, and he was saying how, you know, all signs of the girl that he, he likes, right, all the signs are saying she's just not that into you, right? Mm -hmm. And but but when he tried to put a period there, when he mm -hmm. tried to straight up say, "Hey, what do you want to do? How do you want to move forward? Are we going to be something or are we not?" She gives a complicated answer. Mm -hmm. She says, "Oh, well, I feel like we're not done yet." So I think we should just keep praying and let's see what happens. So my question is, okay, let me let me just finish because I got so many questions. Come on, like man. <laughs> so my question is this. What, what? So what are we asking God? Is God's answer going to change? Mm. Is this our delay? Mm. Do we think he's going to change his, his mind? Mm. Is he going to change what he said? Um, my submission is he's not going to change. You may change. And let's be clear. Sometimes distance, you know, um, so we've been doing these interest services in Atlanta on Sunday nights. Um, shout out to anybody in Atlanta. Come see us. Come on. Text now. Harvest 55498 or go to Harvest Social Church um, as we're building our team for what we'll launch as Harvest Church Atlanta. But so in the mornings, I'm there in Denver, but I'm um, I'm via video for most Sundays right now while we're doing this. And when I got into church on Wednesday night, that energy, that energy was something, something, uh, something amazing. And I said, wow, y'all on fire tonight. <laughs> I said, my God. I said, I ought to leave y'all more often. Because what happened is, when they can get, couldn't get the live in-person version on Sunday, what it did, last night's Bible study had just as many people as Sunday services. 
And what that told me in the building, of course, we're hybrid church, so online and online in buildings. What that told me is sometimes this this distance created an appreciation that closeness didn't. Mm. So I will be honest that sometimes a little distance in a relationship can be a good thing because it can make you recognize what you have. For some, you they need distance because they need to realize it ain't really. While you think there's plenty of fish in the sea, yeah, a lot of catfish, a lot of guppies, <laughs> uh, a, a lot of octopus, come on, a man. lot, a lot of squid, yeah, you know, uh, you know a, a lot of sharks. Um, it, it's a lot of fish, but I, I don't know that it's fish that will work for you. And so I think that's one of those things. So, but what's dangerous about the situation with the gentleman that you're talking about? Is that you are showing her that you can put me on the back burner and I will tolerate that. Mm, exactly. That you can you can get to me when you want to get to me and I'm okay with that. Right. And the danger of that is that, yes, she's doing it now. What happens when she does it again? Yeah. Yeah. Because she'll, she'll, she'll do it again. It, it doesn't mean that there's not. And again, prayer is good. And sometimes distance is good. But even in the example I just gave, the distance is that they're not seeing me, but I didn't stop being their pastor. Mm. Maybe you didn't see me in person, but that's okay. You knew where I was going to be on Wednesday in person, and you know that that's not going to be forever. And so, it, you know, the danger of uh, we're not done, but let's not be together. Okay, well, then I'm then if we ain't together, then you know I got to keep searching because mm. it's unfair of you to ask me to put my life on hold while you figure out whether or not you want me or not. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Now let's move to this Will and Jada thing. Oh, man. This is your inspiration for tonight's topic. How do you analyze the complication with this announcement? You know, I think there's so many things to it. So from what I understand, um, and I've only, in all fairness, I've only seen the headlines, not looked at the details of the story. Um, I've only heard what's reported. I haven't read what was said. So there could be some, some differences there. I think there's three things we can learn from the Will and Jay situation. Number one, that um, you can have, that everybody, all your business ain't everybody else's business. I mean, I think that's a good lesson to learn. Yeah. Um, number two, I think what we can learn is that it's complicated. I think this is a good example of that because from what I understand, um, she said they hadn't been functionally married since 2016. It's 2023, that's seven years. Mm. Um, so what is what is it? And, and from what I understand, she said to People Magazine, you know, they're figuring it out. It doesn't take seven years to figure out. <laughs> Come on, man. If anything, let's just say that it did take seven years. Seven is the number of complete. It, it, we need to come up with something by this time. Should be done. Should be done. Um, and, and I think the real thing, too, um, you know, on that is that, you know, when you've got somebody who um, you've been with for such a long period of time, um, you, you can begin to just tire of them. And this is why I think in, in today's culture, think of it, we get tired of everything quickly. You get tired of a job, you quit. You get tired of a house, you quit. It's a different time where before, even if you got tired, you'd renew your strength. 
And that's a biblical principle. Yeah. Renew your strength. Don't stop what you're doing. Just get some more strength to do. Keep going. That's good. Um, but now we live in a culture where, well, whether we renew our strength, let's just say that we ran out of strength and let's just do something else. And that's become the prevailing mentality, not judging them because we don't know the details of their situation. But I think um, it, it really opens up to show us that that's it's not just them. It's lots of people whose relationships, that's how they function. They've been over for a while, but when they when they want a little some some some, um, you know, they, they they you know get back to that. And I think the danger of that is that when you have so many open doors and incomplete sentences, your life is a run on sentence with mm. no clarity. Mm. And then you end up wasting so many of your years Man. that once you get to you know. I mean, think Will, I think it's 55, I think, something like that. So, you know, I mean, you're about to be 60. This is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, right? Like, you're going to be 60. You ain't the Fresh Prince no more. Now you're about to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know king. Who, who king. <laughs> about to dethrone you, right? So, <laughs> exactly, the old king, not the Fresh Prince. So, and not knocking, 55 is still young, so not at all, you know, knocking, I'm just saying we were introduced to him as a very young man. So, right, right. The, the, I think the other thing that this shows, this third thing, is that when you live your life in the public sphere, many of your decisions can be made based on people who don't really matter. Hmm. That's good. We don't know why they decided to approach it the way they did, none of my business, but we can learn something because you have to say, well, then what were y'all protecting? Why were y'all at the Oscars like y'all were married and everything's fine? Oh, yeah. And why did you pull the stunt for someone? Well, I guess, you know, you have kids with somebody, you know, whether you're married or not or, you know, it's a complicated situation. You still are defending the honor of a woman that you've been married to, had kids with. Maybe that was it. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, again, give me your thoughts on that. Well, you know, I agree with you, man. It doesn't take seven years. It doesn't take seven years. And what type of messaging are you giving to your children? Forget public. Forget the society. I'm not concerned with how we weigh in on y'all situation. And neither should they. I think, you know, it's really about the messaging that they are giving to their children and for one another's mental uh, health and happiness. Mm-hmm. 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 Because this ain't the first time now, now that we've had Will and Jada on, on the carpet. Sure. Yeah, remember. <laughs> Here at the Soul Times uh, podcast. Yeah, we, we right. discussed the whole, yeah, the whole August Alcina thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's just it's screaming toxic to me. The whole thing is screaming toxic. And I'd rather for both of them be happy mm-hmm. than, right. than to continue with, like you said, this run-on sentence and mm-hmm. never having a period. So for all of our listeners, the takeaways. Bishop, let's give them, let's give them some takeaways. You know, I live by the three. So let's give them three takeaways of how to uncomplicate their lives and their relationships. Right. Um, You you know, I think one is be clear on what you want, because if you lack clarity on what you want, you are 
always, always, always going to take anything because you don't know what you want. Um, be clear on what you want. Number two, be clear on what you don't want. Right? Mm. Um, sometimes people are good at, at, at saying what they want, but they're not good at what they don't want. Maybe it's okay for you that, you know, it's complicated. You all kind of do your own thing. Maybe you're okay with that. That's not wrong, different, not wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then I think number three, um, be clear about what you want, be clear about what you don't want. And I think number three, be okay to love them enough to realize that you're not what they want nor need. Mm. That's good. Be okay with that. Like be okay with the fact that, you know, if, if, if you're not what they, if you're not what they want or need and you're not willing to change, be okay with that fact. Give them the freedom to go get what they want instead of holding them on the leash of you're going to change when you really never intend to change. That's good. That's good, man. That's and, amazing. And yeah, absolutely agree. Listen, y'all, y'all know how we do it each and every month, man. Me and the People's Bishop get busy right here on the Soul Ties Podcast. Make sure you follow us, hit the subscribe button, and follow us on social media. Me personally, I'm at Soul Ties Trilogy on Facebook and Instagram. Bishop, let them know where you at. At Bishop Foreman, B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-A, if you're in the South. R, if you're in the North, R-E-M-A-N, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Boom, y'all, and we'll see you next month right here on the Soul Ties Podcast. Peace and love. Thank you for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties, S O U L. T-I-E-S to 888-756-8681.